0: Peter Mingles here, you're listening to us on Building Fortunes Radio, it's www.buildingfortunesradio.com For anybody that might be unfamiliar with my voice, my name is Peter Mingles, I own this whole thing (laughs) I started (laughs) buildingfortunesradio.com way back towards the tail end of 2012, beginning part of 2013 Primarily because I wanted an opportunity to be able to talk to really interesting people um, And uh, also kind of speak my mind, if you will, with being nice, of course So I have a good friend who hasn't called in yet, but I'm sure she's going to call in. And in classic fashion, I'm going to speak about her without her being here. Um, Her name is always Kim Claver. Kim and I met a million years ago. Kind of, it was really weird how Kim and I met, not really weird, it's just very different, but it had to do with, uh, I guess, uh, a series of situations that just kind of happened. So I'll kind of go real quick, because she's going to decide when she's going to call And By the way, I had a conversation with her just a few minutes ago, and I said, you yeah, have a little bit of time, but in classic Kim Claver fashion, um, she's always fashionably late for my own radio show. So I kind of uh, tickled. Uh, so anyway, so I went to a uh, seminar from a uh, gentleman named Dr. Charles King, And Dr. Charles King taught at the University of Illinois in Chicago, a marketing seminar that also taught on network marketing. It was a weekend certification course. Technically speaking, I'm the most certified network marketer on the planet, and I could prove it. I had the pictures and the certificates to prove it. But so having said that, um, I went with a partner of mine, his name is Joe, and because, I don't know why, because we're one of his partners, uh, I skipped breakfast. Uh, I had seen a friend, uh, we was back in Chicago, I had seen a friend. Came home a little bit late. I uh, missed, if you will. Uh, hold on. Here she comes. Hey, Kim. Hey, Kim. We are here. Hey. We are live. I'm just kind of sharing a little bit of a story about how you're always fashionably late on my own radio show. <laughs> so here we go. So I was just telling them the story about how we met, and then we're getting started. So it was uh
1: Okay.
0: There was a, a – I'll bring you a little bit up to speed because you, you, you know a little bit about this part. But um, I was at a – webinar, uh, not a webinar, it was at a physical conference, believe it or not we used to do those things, um, with Dr. Charles King and it was the second day I think it was or something like that and they gave away the goodie bag and I had missed the goodie bag uh, ceremony where they gave away the goodie bag where people would maybe throw in a book or a tape or whatever and um, uh, Kim had been smart enough to, uh, because she couldn't attend the seminars, she actually dropped off a cassette of... Cassette, believe it or not, uh, that's how old I am, of uh, the, something. I forget what the name of it is. I, could, I know I could find one right here. I saved one that's still shrink-wrapped because yeah. I, I bought so many of them. Um, but anyways, I have this thing. and uh, Because of Mr. Goodie Bag, uh, my partner at the time, his name is Joe, um, brought it home, never mentioned it to me until several probably days or weeks later, I forget what the time frame was, he says, oh, you know, Dr. Charles gave us this. I'm like, really? So it was around 11 o'clock at night. I was working in an office in Ponte Vedra Beach, which is a really place to go to work. Um, and, and it was dark out, and I started listening to this audio cassette with Kim Claver. And I said, oh, my God, I have never heard this before like this. I mean, it was funny. It was Miss Stud. She used to go by Miss Stud at the time. And there was some classical uh, uh, things in there that were just really funny. And I'm like, oh, my God, I've got to buy whatever she's got. So I remember I was sitting at the desk. I can I remember specifically where I was sitting at the desk, making this phone call to somebody who I don't think is going to be there because it's like 11 o'clock at night, and I'm ca- figuring I'm going to call an office and maybe get some recording. And uh, she picks up, and I'm like, are you, I, did, you know, I, I start to stutter. You know, are you Kim Claver? It's like, yeah, it's me. And I'm like, listen, I just heard your audio cassette, and she probably says something like, nice, oh, cool, or something like that. And I, I said, I have my American Express card here right in front of me, if everything you do is exactly like this, I want to buy everything that you have, like literally everything you have. Load me up. They tell me I could buy a house with this American Express card. I think I'm going to see if I can prove this tonight. And she said, sure. And she probably thought I was weird. And she says like something like $32.95. I don't remember the exact number, but it was in the, it was in the middle 30s. And I'm like... Oh, shoot, because she said, like, thirty-two seventy-five, and I'm like, okay, all right, if you have to, go ahead, I'll do it, I'll do it, $3,257, if that was a number, and she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, $32.57, or whatever the number was, and... <laughs> And then I started, I think I took the next 10 minutes yelling at her. Like, how in the world could somebody as good as you be just selling? Like, she says, well, that's all I got. That's all I got. It's like a couple of audio cassettes. Like, what is wrong with this picture? You're the smartest woman I've ever heard. You talk the truth. You do it in a witty, funny way. I want to listen to everything you have. I will never throw this away. This is just, like, so incredible. And that started our journey. So for those people that think things have to be planned, It was a series of absolutely coincidental, just like unbelievably, probably would never happen in a a million years again, unique things just like everybody's DNA, Um, and that's how I met Kim Claver. We've been good friends ever since. Now, we can go weeks, months, sometimes even years, maybe even half a decade without talking, and then all I have to do is say hello, or she has to call me up and say, hey, and we start all over again. So, I really don't care what we're going to talk about today. I just like to talk to Kim Claver, number one. Number two, from my very first day. I would buy everything she ever had, like literally everything she ever had. I would immerse I would immerse into everything I ever had because if I was in a position where I could get a return on that investment, meaning like apply the principles that she teaches, I know I'd have a better financial life. I know I'd have a better physical life. I know I'd have a better mental life. I know I'd have a better life life in general, and I'd be pushing this stuff as much as I could because there's nobody on the planet better what she does than Kim Claver. So, Kim, thanks for being here and fashionably you're you're on time, your time, but you're <laughs> a little late for my introduction. But there you go, and thanks for being here. Oh, you went away. You muted yourself because you're like... No, no, I'm with, right here. I'm right here. I, I no, no, I'm here. Can you hear me now? Ability. I can hear you now.
1: Ooh. Oh, good, good, good. I was going to say, is this going to be recorded so I can get a copy of it so I can hear of these of marvelous
0: words? Of course.
1: Of course. All right
0: on the website as well. Well, I'm delighted. I still and have a tape. I could go on forever. Yeah, so that's right, so you want to be a networker. Good. <laughs> yep, and I could go but on for 30 minutes. We could, we could use the whole radio show, like just with me talking yeah, about how
1: great you are. But, the feet. Okay. We would bore your listeners out of their minds. Then right. I think the other tape was how to build a giant heap with or without... Your friends, family, your on. neighbors.
0: You only, you only had to have that was part them. of
1: that thirty-two dollars, right? And then okay. the last one was how to be an awesome sponsor. Those four little audios came together. And um, when I first sold that first video, that was like nineteen ninety-six, I think. The first one called "So You Want to Be a Networker." The first time I decided I was thinking how to price that, you know, and all the tapes at that time in the different companies. It was like twenty, what twenty-eight years ago, were like ninety-nine cents. And they were mostly made by leaders of the different organizations and the different network marketing and direct selling companies, you know. So I thought, well, I had just gone to see a movie by Madonna called A League of Your Own. And she made a, there's a song in that movie that's, um, I forget what the name of it is, but it's a beautiful song. I bought the audio of it, a cassette, you know, in the days of cassettes. And it was like eight. Ninety-five or nine ninety-five, pretty close to ten dollars for the single cassette, right? And the song was three minutes on one side, and I think maybe a longer version on the other side, maybe six minutes. Same song on both sides. So I thought, well, if she can sell a three-minute song for eight ninety-five, I figure I could sell a forty-five-minute tape with, you know, twenty-four cuts of three minutes each on one audio tape. I should be able to sell that for like eight ninety-five, right? So that's what I decided to do i thought I'll, I'll sell it for eight ninety five and make all the cuts and do all that and so at the time I was answering the phone for the you know I put the tapes up for sale and i I sent around some emails i think I think we had email working at that time for um so you want to be a networker and the basics of how to be how to be a network marketer you know without dying of all the rejection and and feeling like a complete loser and you know manipulative and salesy and all that stuff. And so some guy calls up, and he says, okay, so how much does that take? And I said, it's eight ninety five And he said, that's basically ridiculous. Nobody is ever going to pay you that. The tapes are, tapes are like 99 cents. You know, you're just a ripoff artist. <laughs> and I, I was so surprised, I waited. And he said, so that's what I think of that. And I said, well, you know, let me tell you how I decided to price it. And he said, what? What did you need? And so I told him, you know, Madonna has a tape one song for three minutes on one side and like five or six minutes, the same song on the other side, and she charged like 10 bucks, and since mine is 45 minutes and has like 15 or 20, you know, one or two minute, they're all little, it might have been three, let's see, there were two to three minute clips that I made, each one, with the music for the intro and the outro, and I think there were enough to be about 45 minutes for, so probably, I don't know, 10 or 15 at, at three minutes each, something like that. Kind of do the math. Forty-five minutes divided by three. Those are the clip lengths on um, the audio. So I said, well, I figured eight ninety-five would be quite a deal. And then he hung up on me. So I thought, well, crap. I wonder, you know, if I am charging too much money for these things because you know the industry, I guess, is used to a dollar. <laughs> and so about a week later, this lady calls up and she says, Kim, yeah, you know that, those tapes. We want to have a case of those, like a hundred and fifty or two hundred of them, and I said, okay. She said, so what's the price? She said, eight ninety-five each. So, is there like a little discount for if we buy a hundred of them? And I thought, if you buy a hundred of them, what would Madonna do? So probably you would get a little discount of maybe I don't know, like twenty percent. So I said, yes, you could get you pay six ninety-five and then you need to get a hundred of them. She said, done, and she got a two hundred or three hundred. She got like a, several cases that had to be delivered to your state, Peter, Florida. And she was going on a trip with all of her key people. And that lady was um, uh, Donna Johnson. Some of you probably know her. And she is the top banana in a company, a skincare company called Arbonne. And uh, that's what she was doing at that time. And I think she bought even 300 or 500 of them at $7 each. And that's when I knew I had made a good decision on the price so I was going <laughs> to stay my ground <laughs> and do that. And not long after that, Peter, I connected with you when we were at that event and you said, what do you have? And my whole thing at that time was four tapes. And at the time that I sent the stuff to Donna, I only had the one. <laughs> so it's amazing how things start when you see what the story is behind the story. You know, it's never as, as outra- It's never as um, expected. You know, all these stories of people who go from A to B, you think it must've been, they grunted through it and they did, but often not in the ways that we, that we think. You because know, if I had listened to that man who kind of wanted to hang up on me and then did, that, my, that I was ripping people off because all the other tapes were a dollar, I kept my focus on what Madonna had done and, I, and the tape that I had bought of hers, and that only had one song. And I thought, I really have like you know, almost, what, 20, 45 divided by three is, what, 15? I have got like 15 little songs because they were all different. And I put them all on there. So that's how that started. And uh, we've been helping people try to build businesses direct, you know, where you have to get your own clients for the last almost 30 years. And I would say that, you know, for those of you that are listening to this, if you're thinking about you have your own business, you have a network marketing business maybe, or you have a, a small business where you are responsible for bringing in the clients, right? So whether you have a pizza store, whether you're an esthetician, or whether you're an affiliate marketer or a marketer, you know, one of the biggest things, favors you can do for yourself is to figure out how you're different than somebody else. And once you figure that out, that's the thing that you can really talk about, because particularly today, you know, if you sell any kind of a product like hair care, skin care, even audio tapes. You can go to Amazon today and buy most of that, and, and as far as the people that are buying are concerned, they don't see a lot of difference between what we have. say it's energy or um, energy pills or some kind of an energy formula, or hair formula, or skin care or um, weight loss, or um, I mean you name it, any of the product lines that we've got, usually there's an Amazon product. That costs less that looks to the consumer, you know the people that are out there, including us, that's pretty much the same, and less money. so why in the world would you pay more right so one thing that you can do if you happen to be one of the in a business where people go to Amazon and you get under sold, so to speak, is to think about how you can be different than somebody else and what how you present what you have that you can do for somebody from somebody else. And there are a lot of ways to do that. But that's one of the main things that you can do so that when you offer something to someone, it's not just a product or a service. It's what we call an offer. So that's a little package of things that you offer to somebody who might want to have, say, beautiful skin. It wouldn't just be your skincare product. Let's say if you are an affiliate for something or you network a skincare product line, for example. You know, you could go ahead and say, here's my little product line. It's the best in the history of the world, and Dr. Zingling approved it, and it's got, you know, it works at the cellular level. All the usual claptrap that we're all taught to say that nobody else cares about, except people that own the company (laughs) and that are in the company, right? Normal people don't talk like that. So what you could do instead is talk about, this is a skincare for somebody, or take skincare for somebody who, um, let's say... You, you're helping people feel like they're special again, like they're young again, like they're wanted again, like they're, they're full of life again. That's what you offer, and you do that by showing people how to get their radiant skin back that they had when they were younger. And in addition to a product that you might have, you could add, that you know, you have tips for people that show them which foods are really bad for your skin. Which type of drinks, which type of wines, really make your skin look old and wake up with bags? So you'd get, for example, a tip sheet on foods or wines or types of alcoholic drinks that are really bad for your skin, or sleeping tips, three ways that people sleep and they ruin their beautiful skin, or water tips. You have to pick an area that you care about. You know, if you care about skin and you want to market a skincare product, you have got to know more than just your product as it relates to beautiful skin or beautiful hair or energy or um, life force or whatever it is that you're marketing so that you can offer someone, here are some sleeping tips that, that help make your skin more beautiful or here are water tips. Like if some of you may sell good skin. Well, one thing that you might not know and you might know but other people don't know, they'll buy, they'll pay a couple hundred bucks a month for skin care but they have water in their house that's full of chlorine. Well, I don't know if you know this, but I would never, I mean, first of all, I would never drink the caca or touch it, the caca out of the faucet ever, ever, under any circumstance. It's full of crap, especially chlorine. So if you did care about your skin and you don't realize that every day that you shower, you stand there with your hands and your body underneath a flow, a fire hose of water, that's basically bleach water, bleach that's what chlorine is. So you're putting that on your skin and you think that spending 50 bucks or 100 bucks a month on skincare once a day is going to be any way to protect you against that? So I would add tips like that to the clients that I'm reaching out to, the prospective people, so that they know there's skincare, all kinds of products, but they are also life-living tips and include those, whether it's a PDF or whether it's an audio or whether you make a little Zoom. So that you stand out number one from Amazon, because amazon's not going to do that, and you use the knowledge that you have and the caring that you have about whatever it is that you market that is making somebody's life better than it was before they met you, so that's my two cents about that peter
0: you know that is such a powerful message, and I know you have courses on this, but um I was always part, i was always Puzzled challenged, whatever verb you want to use, because it all fall into the place, uh, because I was originally in a direct sales company called Electrolux, a vacuum cleaner company, and our vacuum oh I love it the high end one was four ninety nine and then you know eventually the high end one was six forty nine so while I was there for the twelve years that I was in there, they, they were always more expensive than the one you could buy in the retail store, and I would hear people talk about price. And they would. Well, I could buy a Hoover for a hundred, and not slamming Hoover, but you know. But I could buy a Eureka for ninety-five, or one hundred ninety-five, or three hundred, or whatever. I said, you know, the big difference, and this is the thing that really got me passionate about the things that I was doing enough so that I would actually knock on the door of a total stranger, you know, deal with all the stuff that you had to deal with to be able to get in, demonstrate a product in a direct sales fashion, one-on-one, create business that was not created. Um, the reason why I did that was because I really had the belief in my product. And I would say, you know, the, the thing is is it's a lot more than a vacuum that you're buying. You're buying the salesman. If, he's done, if he or she has done the right way, he has perfected his trade, he's, he's done the things that he or she needs to do to be able to show you how to use this product the right way, it's way more than buying the product. So for all those people that say, well, I can buy the same thing on Amazon, I said, you can't buy the same salesman. You know, so for all those people listening in, learn your trade. I mean, become like obsessed with learning your trade and find those tips and do all those things. And less of the hypey stuff, you know, less of the crap, all that stuff that's just like empty promises, false promotions, all those types of things make the industry look bad. When you could say, you know what, I would pay double, triple the price, even if I could find the same bottle on Amazon, I would pay double or triple the price because of the sales rep associated with it because they give me so much more value. Now, regulators don't think that way. FTC says you could buy the same product in Amazon. I've never wanted to beat the crap out of more people before in my life, but, you know, I'm a guy, so, like, violence is something that I'm kind of familiar with, and I had little brothers, like, you ask my little brother Vincent. You know, I had friends and guys in a guy's world kind of, like, beat the crap out of each other, especially if they play sports, like football and wrestling. Right,
1: right, i So
0: I've I've never wanted to beat the crap out of anybody by when they say things like, oh, I could buy the same thing on Amazon for less. And gosh forbid, oh, my God, you know, somebody buy it for 50 cents less, you know, or a dollar less. <laughs> you're going to, oh, my God. Now, I know it's, a, I know everybody's got their own decision, and sometimes people buy things as if it's a commodity. But if you're in, in this world and you really want to separate yourself from everybody else, do what you do, you know, make sure that you're adding that extra value. Um, and that's what keeps me going here in this space because I, as soon as the internet happened, let's face it, Kim. The internet happened on our watch, like we were here when we went from audio cassettes to fax machines. You know, from fax machines to email. You know, when HTML email was something that, like, wow, that's a big thing. There are companies actually built on HTML email. You know, or the idea that there was going to be an auto responder. There are companies that were built on those things. So me and you were here from the beginning. When the internet happened, I said, this is not good for those people that are price conscious because a lot of people are going to get lost in that price conscious and we're always going to have to educate these people on this stuff. And you did so eloquently and I did more in a brash fashion. But the reality is, is that when you add value, the price is no longer the consideration. When people will drive further just to see you or buy it just to see you or stay on auto ship just to see you, that means you really, you've done your job. Now, conversely would be true, I guess, if people are going to undercut you for 50 cents or for, you know, 50%, when they're going to undercut you, how much value did you add to that conversation? And the answer is probably not enough. So I'm just kind of underscoring some of the things you had mentioned. So I love this conversation, and especially now that there's so many things that you can get in Amazon tomorrow, um, some of them being similar products. And even if they were exactly the same. Do they come with a salesperson? So back to you. And I'm not afraid to, w- to use the word salesperson, and I know you aren't either because so, um, you sell customers. So back to whatever you want to talk about next.
1: Right. Well, one of the things that, um, that makes a difference is if you are listening and you're somebody who has stuff that you want to market and or sell, is to think about who it is that you really want to help. Because we've all heard things like it's too expensive, and that's probably one of the number one things that people complain about, it's too expensive. If somebody says that to you, it means that you probably didn't position yourself right. So for example, let's say that you have a skincare line, and that you say this is a skincare product, and you don't talk about how it's the best, or the greatest, or Dr. Dingling, or the ingredients, or the cellular level, or how it does, you know, yada, 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 works at the DNA, or none of that. No technobabble because nobody cares about that on the outside. I mean, we think they do, but they don't. Just look at their eyes, glaze over. Instead, you talk about this is a skin care line for people who really love investing in their skin, people who have facials on a regular basis, people for whom how their skin looks is super-duper important, and on a scale of 1 to 10, it's a 10 that's who this is for. That's how you start. See, this is not Walmart quality. There are people who like Walmart quality. That's why Walmart, Walmart exists. I mean, for every product type, there's a range. Peter talks about selling Electrolux. Well, honey, when I was little, I sold Kirby. <laughs> so we were like right, you know, on top of it with having a machine. That if, we never, the thing about it costs a lot more. Um, it's really, it's a function of, if a person is cost buying for whatever type of product that you're marketing, say, skin, pretend you're doing skincare, right? And somebody says, well, I, I use Ponds, six bucks. Probably that's not your client. So I, w- I wouldn't go there and say, oh, you need this. It's only $85 a month. So you've got to have this. It's better. No. Because marketing and, and sales really, but marketing is about values. And so their values, not yours, see? So if you're marketing a product that's high-end, then it's, and you believe in it yourself, and this is what you want to have, and your product is, there's a product, there's a skincare product called, I think, La Mer, and they're, they're, the, the, the low end of a jar, get this, uh, is 2400 bucks. $2,400. People go, what, what? How could you really, you could see so many people in China, blah, 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 whatever it is, right? But you see, there are people who buy that, and that is their prerogative. And they may, they may drive a used Toyota, I doubt it, but let's say it's values. You know how some people buy the best video games, and they have nothing else? They bear, Their clothes are in tatters or, you know, whatever. But all their money that they've got is going to go to the tennis shoes. They want the Michael Jordan, Air, Air Jordans or whatever they're called. And they will kill for a pair of shoes because of the value to the person ready to do the killing to get the Air Jordan shoes, see? And so what you want to always think about is what's the value quotient, so to speak, of whatever it is you're marketing? Is it for higher end? Look at it. Don't think about the whole market. You will never get the whole market. You're only going to get your market. If you you doubt me, think about shopping in a grocery store. A big one, like a Walmart. Well, I guess that's kind of a general store, like Price Chopper or Safeway. You know, Peter, what do you have down there in Florida? What are these big grocery stores? You know, or these supermarkets? That's what what Um, you call them.
0: Probably the more popular ones are Publix, uh, Aldi's. Oh yeah. There's Kroger. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All of those. So if any of you've ever been in one of those, you probably have, right? You look at all the aisles and take cereal. You'll see dozens and dozens of different cereals. And there's another aisle for the toothpaste, all the different toothpaste. So just picture an aisle with, you know, what, five dozen toothpaste, 60, 70 different kinds and brands of toothpaste. And if you look at those, all of them are for different people with different values. So, for example, there's a brand called Sensodyne, and that is for people who some of you may know, some of you may not, but in case you don't, here it is. It's for people with sensitive gums. And I don't know what it costs. I, you know, I don't buy in any of those stores anything, but it's like, it's, let's say it's 20 bucks for a tube, right? For people with sensitive gums. Then above that, there might be a toothpaste that's a completely different name, might be called, I don't know, certified organic. And the value, the unique thing about that thing is it's certified organic toothpaste. Just pretend. That's it for different people, different market. They all have – people who own that company also make millions, as does Sensodyne. Then there will be another toothpaste that says, oh, we have teeth whitener in here. So it's for people who want to have their teeth whitened with their toothpaste. And then there might be another one for people that don't have any teeth, let's say, and so that's a spray or a liquid. And if you look at all the toothpaste brands, that's really who we are. We are a toothpaste to someone, what, whether skincare, skin hair care, because there are dozens of brands. And so, what you want to think about? What's that thing that you do that is uniquely yours for people who yada 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 yada? Like if it's skincare, what's unique about your brand that makes you pay I don't know 200 bucks for it, $400 or 100 dollars, or 2400 dollars? Because there's a market for just about everything, and so you have to realize that if you're if you're hearing it's too expensive, then you're talking to someone who doesn't share those values. So if you begin your conversation and say, you know, I, I, if somebody says, what do you do? Well, you know, I help people, you know, which, who really feel terrible about how they, how they look and they feel like they're losing their sex appeal and they think they're going to be living alone the rest of their life because their skin looks so crappy, let's say. That's one way to market to people, your skincare line or anything else. People, because why do people really buy? They want to get their sexy back. They want to feel alive again. They want to feel young again. They want to feel like somebody cares about them. They want to be recognized again. Those are all the basic desires. And you could just position whatever you've got in front of that, not 99 ingredients, but this is going to make you feel like you got your sexy back. What do you think they want more? Your 99 ingredients or get their sexy back, you see? And so when you think about how you market, you can always talk about if your skincare is higher priced, you could say, you know, I help people who really love investing in their skin and who, for whom their skin, how it looks, is a top priority. That's what I do. What do you do? They don't even know what you want, kid. They just know it's for people who love investing in their skin and love being beautiful and go to facials. That person is not ever going to say it's too expensive. That's why we never heard it all these years because that's what we teach. I don't want to hear it's too expensive. I don't want any objection. None. But you see, you can position yourself this way. And then if you add, and in addition, you know, I don't know if you know this, but people who are interested in their skin might know that there are ways, sleep habits that make your skin better or worse. There are drinking habits that make your skin better or worse. There are food habits that make your skin better or worse. And for someone who wants to invest in their skin, if you offer those extra bits of information on a PDF or in an email or in a newsletter that you send to your clients, they will stay with you for years and years and years because that's what they want. That's what they care about. And so in addition to your products, because there will be a lot of high-end products, you offer that extra touch of here are your three sleep habits or here are two foods that are horrible for your skin. Or here's a way, if you tied one on last night <clears throat> and you don't want anybody at work to know, here's a little thing you can do for 30 seconds before you go to work to get the bags gone from your wine hangover last night. These are things people would love to have. And that if you demonstrate that you know these things because you really care about skin, you they'll think of you as an advisor, not a seller, but as an advisor that they trust and that they expect to pay more than if they were to go to Walmart. You see? Does that make sense?
0: It, it sure does. It sure does. So for those people that are listening in who have never heard Kim Claver before, They probably heard some things that they're just like in awe, like I was when I first listened to that first tape, because you speak a language that just not is spoken in this industry. If you go to the typical capture page or watch the typical MLM movie, or you watch the typical thing, you just say, why are are we not doing it Kim's way? And the answer is, I don't know either. Like, I really don't know. I really don't know either. I guess the other way is fast and easy, and sometimes appeals more to greed and maybe the gullible, but the reality is, is if you're looking to build a respectable business um, that's going to last you a lifetime, um, you can do it Kim Claver's way. So, Kim, um, I, I know that, you know, you and I connect on the phone or on this radio show way too infrequently. So for those people that want to hear more about you, what is something that you have that people can buy? Because for them buying it, I mean, if they have something to apply it to, which is probably most of our building forces radio listening audience, they're going to be able to get their value back, like the very first couple of times that they're applying anything that you're teaching. So, what do
1: you have next? Um, we have a couple, couple things, um, and both of these are, um, if you would like to be on our email list, which is um, something that might help you, I can. Uh, we made a link. Uh, that you can go to, and when you sign up on the email list, you'll get the occasional tip sheets that are like what I, what we just talked about. Uh, but you'll also get a chance to check out a book called If My Product's So Great, How Come I Can't Sell It, which is, you know, five bucks, but it's right there, and it might help you if you're th- feeling like you've got a great product but you don't know how to sell it, and these are the principles that are in it. So let me give you that link first. It's maxout.com. And like mommy, A-X-O-U-T dot com forward slash glad to see you, G-L-A-D-T-O-S-E-E-Y-O-U. See, so it reads max out M-A-X-O-U-T dot com forward slash glad to see you, G-L-A-D-T-O-S-E-E-Y-O-U. And that's all jammed together for those of you that are kind of new to the internet. No spaces in any of that, okay? So that way you can get on the mailing list, and you will get, you know, little tips and information on experiments we're doing to show people how to do really value-based marketing. That is to say, what is the, not what is the value, like what is it worth, but is a person really interested in investing in their skin? Um, Like with Kirby and the Electrolux, who is it for? For people who know that they're the way they're going to keep their home, that being clean, the cleanest possible, and doing it, running the vacuum cleaner the fewest times, that this is what's important to them. If you don't mind vacuuming the same thing five times, be my guest. That's fine. You can get a cheaper machine. But if you only want to do it once and have the same effect as though you had done it five times with something else, then this is a machine that you want. So you're letting each person have their own. But if you want to do it one time, you see, yeah, I would buy the zillion-dollar machine because so I don't uh, yeah, want to no vacuum at okay, all. But if I did, it better be just yeah, one time. And that's so you're, you're, you're so positioning you know, based on know, value, based know, on value without denigrating yeah, I have to anybody do with else's um, value. I got a separate server so That's the really the kind of where we are.